I'm Indy, and thanks for stopping into my place. It's time again, yes, for the Christmas seasonal message of some sort. Um, tends to be one of my favorites. People like it. I don't know why, but <laughs> try and come up with another one for this year. You know what? I'm going to ask you. Here, here's what it is. Here's the deal. So what was your Red Rider BB gun? As they say in Christmas story, everybody has that one toy. That one item, above all others, that was the Christmas of all Christmases. I I think everyone has that. At least I do. And so I'm going to tell you mine, and then I'll let you run down memory lane and try and figure out yours. If you figure it out, leave me a message, because I'd love to hear what yours is. But mine, oh, okay, well, I have to go back to mm, the late 1960s. So I'm eight, nine years old. On that cusp of believing and not believing, right? So I, I still remember getting up in the morning, and I remember it must have been like either the furnace or the uh, the water pipes kind of jingling in the background. I swear it was the sleigh. I swear it was sleigh bells. I was up before anybody else, always. Uh, but, yeah. Always tried to wake up my sister, and she was like, no, I think I'm going to sleep a little longer. And she's five years younger than me. I'm like, wow, this is insane. No, can't do that. Anyway, so camped out underneath the tree and uh, and waited for everyone to get up. Um, typical scenario, I think my mom knew exactly what was under the tree. My dad was probably just as surprised as all of us. And uh, I remember getting the uh, getting all kinds of gifts. You know, you'd, you'd get maybe like, uh, what was big back then? Um... I remember getting a small tape recorder of some kind. Well, there was a reel-to-reel, but I also remember cassette recorders being big back then. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what you recorded. I guess the toilet flushing. That was always a biggie. <laughs> but no, nobody really knew what to record after that. But So you probably recorded that one twice. Um, but that wasn't the big toy. No. No. And I, I remember Lightbright. You know, that one was a big toy. That was probably when I was six. And, uh, but that wasn't the toy and the recorder wasn't the toy. A couple of years further down the road, I remember, um, a Ouija board and, uh, tarot cards. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, uh, you know, I, it, it, a lot of things appeared under the Christmas tree and apparently that year was kind of the, um, I don't know, the paranormal year. Maybe it was a theme. Don't know. Oh, it came with Voice of the Mummy, too. So I think that year we got Voice of the Mummy, the, the tarot cards, and the Ouija board. Yeah. But anyway, yes, we, we, we did go to church. So apparently all this was allowed. I don't understand. Anyway, but back to the, uh, the moment at hand, which is what was my Red Rider BB gun? Yeah, the moment. Well, I didn't even know it was the moment because I didn't, I didn't ask for it. You see, that's what makes this so amazing. But one of the gifts I opened up, and um, it was probably the late 60s, and it said, Mattel, strange change machine. Which is kind of prophetic when you think about it, because at nine, you know, you're on the very precipice of, uh, of puberty, uh, somewhere on the Tanner scale. So I don't know. I guess we're all on the verge of strange change anyway. So maybe, maybe this machine was prophetic, but it was billed as a time machine. And, uh, it was a little bit bigger than the old creepy crawler machines. Okay. So 
it had a dome on it, a see-through dome, and then it had kind of a, uh, a off to one side, it had a little, like a metal screw that you screwed in, and it, and it, and it was able to crush things. So think about like a vice on one side, but then in the middle, a clear chamber. The strange change machine. I had no clue what that was, but I knew it looked really cool. And it, was, and, it, and it had a hot plate. So basically, the clear top was over a hot plate, but the hot plate had a screen over it. So you couldn't put things directly on the hot plate. It was on the screen that was inside this see-through plastic chamber. Very Mysterio. Anyway, so you get these plastic little cubes well a square a little square it wasn't actually a cube more like a little um a little chub a little square chub and uh they had uh, the branding mattel on it beautifully done so you had that little compressed little mattel's insignia right on the little plastic square and so you turned on your your strange change machine and it did something amazing to this day i'm still kind of confused by it i'm certain it must have been toxic it should have been if it wasn't. It was amazing. Uh, anyway, so you put this little cube inside the strange change machine, which was now heating up, and you waited, and you watched, and it started to wiggle and move and morph, and the plastic slowly changed into a creature. It did. A creature. Uh, a little dinosaur or a snake or stuff. A little stegosaurus, I think. I, and I, I don't remember them all, but what I do remember was I was amazed. I was entranced. And this machine came uh, with like a plastic tray that looked like kind of a mountainous region. So you could so you could then like expand these little characters. And they were hot, so you had to take them out with tongs. God knows, the late 60s uh, was not always child safe. Child friendly, but not child safe. So anyway, um, so there I was with all these incredibly hot, weird little plastic animals, but I was loving it. Oh, my gosh. And then apparently, so when you were all done playing with them, you took the tongs, you put them back in the strange change machine, you waited a certain amount of time, they heated up, and you put them in this little vise. And you screwed the vise really tight, and it crushed it, believe it or not, back into this little square capsule. And it even put the Mattel-branded symbol back on it, which was like really cool and amazing advertising all in one amazing swoop. I love this machine. I absolutely adored this machine. And so, busily playing, and the doorbell rings. And and I didn't want to be torn away from it. I was downstairs. Came upstairs, and of course it was my cousin's. That only came over like every other Christmas. I, I want to swear, they, they probably came over three times in my whole life. Maybe, during these Christmas years. So the Christmas years, the time you remember it's Christmas to the time, you know, you, you, you kind of, you know, kind of grown up, right? So in that, in that range, they came over like three times, I think. And so the one cousin that was my age, which we really didn't know, was one of those cousins where you're like, uh, you know, it takes you like uh, a couple of hours to even feel like you're in sync a little bit, right? So you have that nervous chatter, the nervous talk, you sit and you listen to the parents chattering on about Christmas and whatnot. And well, it's it's the 70s or late 60s. So you know alcohol is going to be flowing at this point and the kids need to go find something else to do. So as we did. So eventually, after weaving through the other toys, I figured oh, I'll go downstairs and we'll play the strange change machine, which was like amazing again. So I run downstairs with my cousin 
show him the strange change machine. I'm not sure if he cared too much about it, but I was still like totally into it, right? And so he's playing with it, playing with it, and so that, 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 that. So then I get called upstairs. Does this sound foreboding? <laughs> anyway, so I get called upstairs and distracted. Meanwhile, my cousin is still downstairs tinkering around with my strange change machine. So anyway, so the day moves on and things continue and then we eat and we all say goodbye and blah, blah, blah. Door closes. It's late. It's night. I'm tired, but I still want to go downstairs because the strange change machine was calling me. So I round the corner and I start heading downstairs and I smell something. Smells like plastic, like burning plastic. No. And I run. I run as quick as I can over to my strange change machine, only to see that my cousin had left it on. And inside it were the little strange change, little cubes that were now burning. They were burning in there. They were all expanded into their creatures, and they were burning. He didn't just put one in the chamber. He put all of them in the chamber. (laughs) All of them. And now they were singed. A couple unrepairable, and the others singed. I was crushed. <laughs> totally crushed. Now, back in the 60s, you didn't call Mattel and order new new time capsules. And I, th- I don't even think I even told my parents, maybe it's not what you did. I don't know. Santa brought it, right? I, what do you do? The elves made it. There's nowhere to turn. Maybe next year. I, that's it. Done. I remember playing with it a few more times and trying to crush my little singed creatures. And when they were back in capsule form, you could clearly see the burn marks on the little, like like a burnt stripe right through the Mattel-branded imprint. I played with it a few more times. I expanded my little burnt creatures. And then I slowly didn't anymore. But you know, I still remember that toy. It is still my Red Rider BB gun, the strange change machine. And if you're wondering, did I ever forgive my cousin for that? Mm. No. (laughs) No, I haven't. Anyway, thanks for stopping into my place. I'm Indy, and I'll talk to you.